Hey there, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get the gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions, such as how do I get my show on Spotify and all the other places people love to listen? How can I make money with this podcast? And where do I want to host this show? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors so you can get paid to podcast. As an Anchor user myself, I love how easy it is to upload my podcast and the fact I can get to Spotify and other platforms. Plus, I love the fact I can now start making money with my talent and my podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. It's time for the 66th episode of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. In this edition, I go back to my roots to review a sports app that's been helping me out the past few weeks. Plus, it's local scores to start off your week right. A day late. Welcome to another installment of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Opening theme from Music Radio Creative. Visit theleewmallon.com slash podcasts to listen on your favorite podcasting platform. Now for our host, Lee W. Mallon. Hello again, dear listener. So you might be wondering what I'm talking about by going back to my roots. Well, if you followed me for a long, long time, you know back in... 2011, I did a couple of sports apps reviews on my phone and also on my iPod at the time, which I don't have anymore. And the one that I really enjoyed doing was the comparison between Score Mobile and ESPN Score Center, which was to kind of give you the basics on which one's better on Android and which one's got higher reviews, what I like more about them. So I figured... Why not give that a shot in this podcast on episode 66, since really I don't have anything else planned for this week. Also, sorry, it's a day late. Things happen, but I'm back this Tuesday. But first, before we review any app, you guessed it, high school football scores. Also college and NFL. So week eight. Holy cow, week eight already. So we'll go ahead and jump right into the Thursday scores, as we always do. Week 8 in the books. That's me clapping my hands together like a book shutting, because week 9 is coming up, and you get the idea. So there was one game that was scheduled for Thursday, and played because of the game of the week on Fox 45.2, and it was Kenton Ridge taking down Springfield Shawnee 47-30. That was a high-powered game. There was another game that got moved from Friday to Thursday, and that was Miamisburg at Lebanon. Uh, Originally, I couldn't find any information as to why the Vikings and Warriors played Thursday instead of Friday, 
And then the day comes, and then I see, oh, Donald Trump's at the Warren County Fairgrounds in Lebanon. That would be a pretty big reason, and pretty good reason to move your game up. So you don't have to deal with all that traffic, secret service, and everything. Not getting into politics, no way am I touching that hornet's nest. But the Lebanon Warriors hold off the Miamisburg Vikings 13-12. Big win for Lebanon. And a pretty big loss for Miamisburg. Two more games left for both the squads. And you got to finish in the top eight for playoffs. Miamisburg's got to win out. And Northmont is one of those two games. That's going to be a fun one to see. Some other Thursday games for you. As Gamble Monteseri takes down Jefferson Township 32-6. Thurgood Marshall defeats Meadowdale in a battle of Dayton City League schools 50-0. And Belmont defeats Doan Community out of Cincinnati, 46-0. Now we move on to the Friday and Saturday scores. First in the Cross County Conference, Ansonia and the Tigers hand Twin Valley South a shutout loss at Northern Dark County, 43-0. That game was on WTGR's internet stream. You also have Tri-County North picking up a win. The Panthers defeat the Bethel Bees, 30-6. Miami East all over Arcanum. Vikings over the Trojans, 76-13. Covington and the Buccaneers with a 53-2 win against the Bradford Railroaders. And National Trail takes care of Mississippi Valley. Blazers win 41-14. To the Southwestern Buckeye League we go. The Bellbrook Golden Eagles are still undefeated. 8-0 Bellbrook as they hand Brookville a 56-28 loss in the Battle of the Brooks. And no, before you ask, they are not near each other. Brookville is northwest Montgomery County. Bellbrook is... Is that southwestern Greene County? Or is that just western Greene County? Hmm. But yeah, not next to each other, despite having shared the word Brook. Valley View hands Milton Union a 36-19 decision. Spartans win. Preble Shawnee Arrows with a shutout win against the Dixie Greyhounds, 42-0. Monroe, 52. Oakwood, 28. Middletown Madison, they keep rolling wrong. The Mohawks do. They're undefeated. A 56-0 win against Northridge and the Polar Bears. Franklin defeats Eaton, 34-6. And Waynesville takes care of Carlisle, 56-20. Now for the Greater Western Ohio Conference, as Vandalia Butler gets on the winning track again. After their shutout loss to Troy, they take care of Piqua 27-25. Troy hands Sydney a 38-19 decision. Trojans over the Yellow Jackets. The Springboro Panthers shut out the Fairborn Skyhawks 37-0. Wayne edges out Kettering Fairmont 49-44, the second loss for the Firebergs in 2018. Fairmont had the lead a couple times. I saw from the Facebook post that Fairmont had a big lead, then Wayne came back, and just big seesaw battle. Northmont, 35, Centerville, 20. The Elks are 0-8, but what a battle that was at Centerville Stadium. Tippecanoe, 43, Greenville, 7. Trotwood, Madison, 47, Stebbin, 0. Springfield edges out Beaver Creek 21-14. What a classic game that was between the Wildcats and the Beavers. And Xenia takes care of West Carrollton and the Pirates. Buccaneers 63-27 winners. Now for the Ohio Heritage Conference. Greenan edges out Madison Plains 12-8. 
Mechanicsburg 33, Triad 7, Greenview 58, Cedarville 8, Southeastern 34, Springfield Catholic Central 6, West Jefferson 55, Northeastern 19, and West Liberty Salem edges out Fairbanks 38 to 35. Now for the Central Buckeye Conference, as Tecumseh edges out Ben Logan 18-13 Arrows win, Hill Climbers winners over the Graham Falcons 45-6, Bell Fountain 22, Jonathan Alder 13, and Indian Lake, one point better than Northwestern at 8-7, Lakers win. In the Midwest Athletic Conference, we have a big upset as the Coldwater Cavaliers fall to the Anna Rockets 21-20, that was a game and a half. Delphos St. John's takes care of Parkway 27-22. St. Henry and the Redskins shut out Fort Recovery 20-0. And Marion Local clips Minster 7-6. A lot of close games this week. In the Western Buckeye League, St. Mary's another shutout win. They take care of the Salina Bulldogs 42-0. Wapakoneta also 42-0 winners over Defiance. Ottawa Glandorf shuts out Kenton 31-0. Lima Shawnee 21, Elida 14, and Van Wert 33, Lima Bath 0. To the Northwest Central Conference we go. Riverside 20, Lima Perry 18, I believe that's the Commodore's second loss of 2018. Harder Northern 55, and Ridgemont 6, Marion Elgin 50, Waynesville Goshen 6, Lyman Catholic, winners over Upper Scioto Valley 52 6. As we jump into the Greater Catholic League, you had one game canceled because of Hurricane Michael. No, Hurricane Michael did not reach Ohio, but LaSalle's opponent, the International School of Broward, was canceled. They were unable to come up to Cincinnati, so LaSalle had an inner scrimmage. I believe that was also their homecoming as well. LaSalle did not let that rain on their parade. They took care of business at their field. Carroll, 33-21 winners. Patriots over the Roger Bacon Spartans. Chaminade Julian edges out McNicholas and the Rockets. Eagles, 20 and 14 for the Rockets. Alter keeps on rolling. There's 17-7 winners over Hamilton Baden. Fenwick, 24. Purcell Marion, 14. St. Xavier takes care of a Canadian opponent as the Bombers pick up a 38-19 win over Clarkson North. Winton Woods, 28. Elder, 10. And a Saturday affair as St. Ignatius wins over Moeller and the Fighting Crusaders 32-7. Moeller, by the way, your GCL South champs. They have no more league games left this year. Now for the Greater Miami Conference as Lakota West takes care of Princeton 16-13. Cole Rain continues to fly high as the Cardinals shut out Lakota East 42-0. Sycamore 28, Hamilton 14, Fairfield stays sharp, 41-10 winners over Oak Hills, and Mason shuts out Middletown 30 to nothing. Now for the Eastern Cincinnati Conference, as Kings puts up a 64 spot on the board, compared to Milford's 40. West Claremont 43, Withrow 8, Walnut Hills 35, Loveland 29, and Anderson 42, Turpin 24. We head for the Hills, the Cincinnati Hills League, and I think I did that last week too. Oh well. Marymont 40, Taylor 7, Wyoming 53, Redding 7, Indian Hill 57, Finneytown 7, and Madeira 32, Deer Park more than 7. No, Deer Park 28. 
Now for the Miami Valley Conference, as Miami Valley Christian shuts out Norwood 38-0. Worthington Christian takes care of North College Hill 41-12. Dayton Christian avoids an upset as they edge out the Lachlan Panthers 25-24. At one point, I think Lachlan had a 13-0 lead against the Warriors. Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy 37, Summit Country Day 3. A Saturday game for you, New Miami 36, Cincinnati College Prep 8. And another Saturday affair as Clark, Monticeri 26, St. Bernard, Elmwood Place 6. So I didn't get any responses on to whether the Southwest Ohio Public League was still a thing, which is Dayton and Cincinnati City Schools for football only. They combined and, you know, that's more conference games. So that's what I put them under. If I'm wrong, you can tell me at the normal address. Taft shuts out Western Hills. Senators win 27-0. Woodward 32, Hughes 6. Northland Vikings 48, Ponix Tech 7. Or Northland 43, Ponix Tech 8. Yeah, I got two different scores from them. I'm not quite happy when I see dispergencies like that, but there you go. Northland out of Columbus and Vikings. You might know them more for their boys basketball program. Quite a strong program in Columbus. They came and took down Ponix Tech by a certain margin. Saturday games, the Lucas Cubs take care of the Aiken Falcons 40-6. Dunbar edges out the Christians of Faith Academy 14-12. And the Ironmen of COF Academy, you might know them as the team that the other teams won't get points for because the OHSAA ruled that, what was that, week four? A couple weeks ago? Uh, COF Academy, first-year program. They got the financial backing. They're not a high school-affiliated program. So LHSAA said, you know what, no points. A lot of tough teams on the COF Academy schedule, like Wayne, like I mentioned, and Dunbar was on the schedule. But no points are awarded for that. So win or lose, you don't get points detracted from you. I think that's how that works. And Schroeder 42, Riverview East 20. Another Saturday game for you. To the Southern Buckeye Athletic Conference as Clinton Massey takes care of Goshen 21-2. This game started on Friday, finished Saturday because there was emergency in the stands. I didn't see the exact word of what it was, but it was postponed for another day and the Falcons took care of Goshen 21-2. So hopefully everyone's okay in the stands from this Cincinnati Dayton podcaster. Williamsburg 47, Fayetteville 28, Western Brown 22, New Richmond 14, Blanchester 20 nil winners over Claremont Northeastern, Bactavia 64, Wilmington 49, and Bethel Tate, the Tigers' big winners over East Clinton and the Astros 61-6. To the Southwest Ohio Conference, you have a non-conference tilt. Remember, there's seven teams in the SWAC Actually, is that nicknamed the Swalk? It should be. Swalk and G-Walk and maybe it's the S-Walk. Who cares? Harrison 41, Franklin County, Indiana 0. Mount Healthy 36, Northwest 12. Little Miami 24, Ross 10. And Edgewood shuts out Oxford, Talawanda 54 to nothing. You have an independent score as Troy Christian takes care of Hillcrest 56 to 8. Now to cross the border for Indiana scores... 
As Union County and the Patriots get back on the winning road, they take care of Try and the Titans 30-16. Hagerstown, 30-14 winners over Northeastern. Winchester, 16, Union City, 6. Kokomo and the Wildcats, spelled with a K, not a C. 56-16 winners over the Richmond Red Devils. South Decatur, 32, Lincoln, 14. Knightstown, Shuts out the Centerville Bulldogs 21-0 and Batesville 35-7 winners over the Connorsville Spartans. And that, I believe, is every single high school football game in the Miami Valley, in the Cincinnati area, and in the Wayne County, Richmond area. If I missed any, let me know, and I'll put it for next week. Hopefully I got all of them. Now we jump to college football scores. Wright State was at UNC Greensboro, and the Raiders come out short as the Spartans of UNC Greensboro defeat Wright State 20-0 on the road. San Diego edges out Dayton by two points. Tough place to play at SD. The Flyers just come out short. Good game, though, for UD. The Bearcats were off. They're at Tampa the home of the Philadelphia Eagles, Lincoln Financial Field, Temple, and the Owls host Cincinnati. The Red Hawks of Miami take care of Kent State and dominate that game 31-6. The Miami Club Red Hawks fall short to Oakland 20-13. Central State wins at homecoming 44-38 over UNC Pembroke. Notre Dame College 45, Urbana 14, Marietta 63, Wilmington 21, Number 9, Wittenberg, keeps on a win, and the Tigers defeat Allegheny and the Gators, 41-14. Thomas Moore's five-game winning streak has been snapped. They fall to Muhlenberg, 34-31. Mount St. Joseph's four-game winning streak was snapped. They fall to Franklin, 42-34. Earlham falls to Anderson and the Ravens. That is the same Anderson, Indiana, just this is Anderson University, not Anderson High School, as you might no, because it's college football scores. 63 nothing Ravens over the Earlham Quakers. And Cincinnati Christian was off this week. They're at number 8 Bethel on the 20th. CCU 0-7 on the year, but what a tough schedule they got. At least four ranked opponents on that schedule. And I think at least two more to go. Now we go to NFL scores. We'll skip the Bengals score because do want to talk a little bit about it. The Los Angeles Chargers zap the Cleveland Browns 38-14. The New York Jets fly over the Indianapolis Colts 42-34. And I swear I put New York Jets and Indianapolis Colts before, but I'm thinking Jets and the Browns score when we're talking about that big win where it's 650-some days between wins for Cleveland. Something like that. I could be wrong. I normally am. If I am, tell me at the normal address. Bengals fall to the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, 28-21. Man, that was a tough game to lose. I started listening to the broadcast early on, and Vance McDonald was cutting up the Bengals' defense. Roethlisberger kept finding his tight end, the former San Francisco 49er, and James Conner did a nice week for me. In fantasy football, which I know I play fantasy football. I shouldn't talk about my own team on here, but I really like James Conner with the Steelers with this whole Le'Veon Bell situation. Just if, if you're not there to play, then what's the point? And James Conner is there to play. So keep on rolling, James Conner. I like the James Conner story for the Bengals. 
you do take the lead late, 33 seconds left, I believe, and then Pittsburgh comes in and Antonio Brown game-winning touchdown. Was that off uh, the offensive pass interference? Probably. I'm shaking my head yes, but you shouldn't let that be the deciding factor. You know this is a big game. you got to play at Heinz Field. That's even tougher to win against Pittsburgh. But if you're really serious about being contenders, you have to put your foot down on the gas and attack. Tough loss for the Bengals. They're 4-2 now, and Kansas City awaits them in Missouri. Not Kansas, like a Patriots fan said, even though there is Kansas City that splits state lines. It's like uh, Union City in Ohio and Indiana, except Union City doesn't have any pro teams. You might know that. Maybe. I don't know. So that's your local football scores. Week 8 in high school football. I'm still kind of reeling on that. Two more regular season weeks, and then we hit to playoffs couple more weeks, and then we crown state champions, and then it's basketball and hockey season, and then it all starts again. It's amazing. In other local Cincinnati and Dayton sports news, the 2019 Premier Health Flying to the Hoop schedule has just been released. 37 teams, 20 games in four days. I still don't know how the fine folks get that done. It is one of the best high school basketball tournaments in the United States of America. It's pretty cool. It happens in our backyard, aka Kettering's Trent Arena. That place is a gem. We'll go ahead and give you the schedule. You can find it on Twitter at flying to the hoop. No G in flying. Your first games on Friday, January 18th, 2019 will be Crestwood Prep out of Canada taking on the host Fairmont Firebirds at 6.30. And afterwards, you'll have an IMG Academy out of Florida versus Huntington Prep, West Virginia battle. Huntington Prep's a very common opponent at Flying to the Hoop. It's great to see him back. IMG Academy, I believe they've been in there a couple times. So again, that's your Friday, your Saturday schedule for January 19th, you'll have a girls basketball game at 11.30 as Minster will battle Carroll. And your next game after that out of Pennsylvania is First Love Christian versus the Xenia Buccaneers. Game 5 and your third game on Saturday at 3 will be Olentangy Liberty out of Columbus taking on the Centerville Elks. It's a good hockey battle, Liberty Patriots, Centerville Elks. But this is boys basketball. Game 6 will be Oak Ridge, Florida versus Hilliard Bradley. Game 7 will be Huntington Prep taking on Bella Vista Prep out of Arizona. And your last game that Saturday, January 19th, will be Prolific Prep against the Springfield Wildcats. We jump on to Saturday, January 20th schedule. A good Cincinnati-Dayton battle to start off that Sunday at 11.30 as the Taft Senators take on the Stivers Tigers. Game 10 will be Bookdale. Booktel, B-U-C-H-T-E-L, out of Ohio. They'll take on the Shamnow Julian Eagles. Game 11, you'll have Convoy Crestview against the Minster Wildcats. Game 12, which is 445 that Sunday, is Lindhurst Brush against the Witten Woods Warriors out of Cincinnati. Second game for Bella Vista Prep out of Arizona. They'll take on ISA at Andrews Osborne, Ohio. I can't say I've ever heard of that school, but there you go. Last game on Sunday, it's scheduled for 8-15. 
Garfield Heights out of the Cleveland area taking on the Wayne Warriors. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Monday, January 21st. You'll have, out of Georgia, Pace Academy taking on the Cougars of Thurgood Marshall. Spire Academy out of Ohio takes on Prolific Prep out of California. Cardinal Stritch taking on the Marion Local Flyers. Cleveland Heights will take on Hughes in the Big Red. Harvest Prep versus Madison. I want to say, I know Harvest Prep's in the Columbus area. I want to say that might be Middletown Madison. And your last game, game 20 of the 2019 Flying to the Hoop, Pickerington Central against the Trotwood Madison Rams. Muscle emoji, fire emoji, basketball emoji indeed. Except I mixed up the order, but yes, quite the schedule. If you get a chance to get to Trent Arena catch some great basketball, you should do it. Very reasonable prices, very packed house. Get there early so you can get decent parking spot yeah go out and see it flying to the hoop it'll be here before we know it so now going back to the original topic at hand back in the day meaning years and years ago i did a couple of reviews on sports apps and the one that i believe caught the most attention was score mobile versus espn score center in fact some of the app makers actually reached out to me on Twitter saying thank you for your kind words in the review. You can find it at theleewmound.com, but you're going to have to dig a little bit because, like I said, 2011. October 6, 2011, to be precise. So, basically, I start off the review saying it's created by these people. Go find their website here. And then this app's created by these people. Go find their website there. I talk about the reviews as of that date. Uh, talk about the recent comments. Back then, the Score Center app on the Android market, now Google Play, was talking about how slow and how unstable it was. I remember running it on my own uh, first smartphone, which was a Droid X, I think. Something like that. It was pretty slow on my phone as well. And then I just kept using Score Center, and I still use that app to that day. I like the choices a lot better. And it's got all the sports I follow, and then some. And actually all the teams, well, all the Division One teams that you can shake a stick at. This is me shaking my phone at it because I don't have a stick nearby. So that was the basics of my reviews. It, it's pretty, you know, it's not that impressive. It's just me, like, this is why I like this app. Go do it if you like it. There was one called Sportscaster or Sportcaster, and then it got absorbed into CBS Sports, which was a shame because I liked the premise of that app. Anyway, the main source of my scores is ScoreStream, and most people probably already know about ScoreStream. You can find them at ScoreStream.com. You can sign up for an account, like your teams there, and what have you. You can also download the app on Google Play or in the app store on any apple device or android device and i happen to have it a lot and in fact (laughs) i don't get a lot of notifications but when i do look at them it pops up to like 200 and something like whoa when did i become popular oh wait i'm not never mind so score stream is 
basically the source of information I get my high school football scores from. The college football scores from, I go on their website. And actually, this thing does a nice job of getting me those final scores as well. Except this week, I didn't do the uh, Miami-Kent State final, which was weird. And I didn't listen to the finale of that broadcast. I was getting ready for a soccer match at Wright State. So what I like about ScoreStream is it has pretty much all the high schools. And I think I favorited all the high schools in Cincinnati and Dayton. And a couple in Indiana, just to make sure that I have my bases covered. I found out about ScoreStream from Tri-State Football's website, which is tristatefootball.com slash scores, and they have four separate ScoreStream feeds of local schools. They have a Cincinnati feed, a Dayton feed, a Kentucky feed, and an Indiana feed. However, this is not where I get my Indiana scores. Most of the Indiana scores is from Jesus Jimenez, guest on episode 53, out of Pal Item in Richmond. How you doing, Jesus? That's where I get those scores. I do get the Connorsville score from there sometimes. Because Connorsville is not in the Richmond area, I guess. I thought it was. That shows you how much I know. So I already like the variety you can get out of ScoreStream. You can find your high school, follow them along, and you can even post scores, pictures, videos on ScoreStream. Have I done that yet? No. Because I haven't broadcasted a high school football game, and I really was hoping to broadcast one, but, um, yeah, it didn't happen. Anyway, that's irrelevant, even though it does make me angry. ScoreStream, you can have your profile, you can pick your teams that you like, and then you get notifications on scores. You get varsity football scores. You also get soccer scores. Hopefully you get hockey scores. And if you don't, I'm going to try to see how to get hockey scores popped on the score stream. The one thing I don't know how to do quite yet is pretty much the main function of score stream is to post scores and pictures. Now, while I get a chance to do that, hopefully there is some news that I'd like to bring to your attention. Hopefully it happens and it doesn't falter the day of that I post this, but whatever. ScoreStream has a lot of great things in it. I'm scrolling through. You can see video. You can see ScoreStream video of Wittenberg versus Allegheny College. And you see who's posted and everything. I know Michael Hearn's got an account. He shares scores of the games he does. There are a lot of things you can do on here. You got radio stations that also post there. You have WONW1280, which I think is Northwestern Ohio. Defiance at Wapakoneta, which I believe I said Redskins won that game. And then you have your feed of final scores as they come along. I really, really like having one place where I can go and look up my scores. There's been a couple times where my sources have fallen short on some games because that's none of the coverage area. But ScoreStream really does help out a lot. I really enjoy it. I'm, I use the desktop version a lot more because on my Microsoft Word document where I post all the final scores, which I know I haven't tweeted in two weeks. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. But I get it from there, and there you go. There's a lot of people that put their scores on here. We'll go to my teams. You can also make widgets. 
which I'll demonstrate in a second, as you can hear me clicking on the computer, so I'm doing a live review as we speak. I got a ton of teams on here. From A to Z, I hope the whole Miami Valley and Cincinnati area are covered. I got college scores on here. Some of them won't pop up until basketball season, which makes sense because they don't have football. Wilberforce being one of those, Wright State being another one because club football is not an NCAA sport. It's a club sport. Got Wright State Lake on here. You do have a lot of teams, but you also have to watch out for the fake teams it has. There's a couple of middle schools that pop up as high school. East Dayton Christian, I don't think that's a place. I could be wrong, though. It could very well be a thing, and I could just be talking out of my butt. Uh, what else? There are, I feel like, obviously fake teams like Nicholas, Platts, Patriots, or what have you. I forget what it was, but... If you know what you're looking for, also the Stivers Arts School of Arts, Stivers School of Arts, they're the Tigers. And unless something has changed between my last Twin Valley South tip off tournament that I broadcasted and today, they're the Tigers. They're not the Eagles. They say they're the Stivers Eagles. That doesn't make me happy. But yes, you find your school, you post. Or you get updates. And it's quite nice. So definitely get ScoreStream. And if you like the desktop version, you will like the app. Because the app, of course, you can post pictures on there as well. You can add games on the app. I'm using the Android version. Featured games. You can find games, teams, and users to talk about. And then you can click on My Ugly Mug. I guess that's just me. You can look at your... And you earn points, and then you earn levels, and then you level up, and then you can catch more games. Gotta watch them all, or something, I don't know. I have 397 points, because I keep checking a lot of scores to make sure, you know, they're right. I follow ESP Media, they're the fine folks in Cincinnati that broadcast Bowler and Princeton games. Michael Hearn, of course, he does a lot of stuff. Northern Miami Valley, Lima area, and Tri-State Football, which is where I decided, hey, I'll give this app a try. Like I said, I have yet to actually use ScoreStream like, hey, here's this score. Isn't this great? Here's a picture. This picture is great. Isn't it great? Look at my picture or my video. You get my point. I haven't got a chance to fully use it, but if you are looking for an app that actually gives you scores and everything you like, ScoreStream. You can download it at the App Store on Apple or Android Market. Oh, Google Play on Android. Android Market, that is an old term for Google Play. And they even have my Twin Valley South Panthers on here. What could be better than that? They have all the little schools. They have the big schools, of course. They have the medium-sized schools. They have everyone in between. Like I mentioned, I'm pretty sure I have followed every single school in this area. Hopefully I have. I also have Dayton Demolition on here, which made me sad because they haven't been a thing since the 2015-16 Federal Hockey League season. But they're on here. Same with the Dayton Dynamo, which I'm not sure what's happening with there. Dayton Dutch Lions Lions. They have them. Dayton Stealth on here, which... Surprises me, but it's a high school team. I mean, technically it's a youth hockey organization, but they have a high school team, so it counts. Yeah, a little bit of everything on here. So, 
If you're looking for a good local sports app, ScoreStream should be downloaded on your device. Again, hopefully I'll get a chance to use it. And I know that was a very short review, but again, it's what you make of it. Also, I should mention that I'm getting a chance to be a PA announcer for two sectional games at Centerville. Uh, tonight, Tuesday the 16th, the Elks girls soccer team will host Wayne, and on Thursday, the boys soccer team will host Piqua. And if you heard previous episodes, you know Centerville and Wayne is kind of the big high school rivalry in town. North versus South. There you go. Ding, ding. Centerville, very good year. Their only losses were to Lebanon and Beaver Creek. Beaver Creek is 16-0, and by the way, in girls soccer. They're pretty good. And Wayne girls soccer, it's been a tough year. Two wins for the Warriors, but when it's Centerville and Wayne, you can throw everything out the window. I don't intend to do that because that would look very unprofessional. No. I can't wait. It's my, what is it, second and third OHSAA postseason soccer matches. I did one. I've done one at Wright State. It was Carol and St. Francis of Sales, and one of the Patriots fans storms in the press box. It's like, I see we got the sales announcer, but where's Carol's announcer? And we had her escorted off the premises. So that was a lot of fun. You can't get mad at me if there's only been, you know, plays for one team and the other team hasn't made any plays yet. The rest of the fans understood, so, you know. That was, you know, that was fun. Talking to Carroll fans, their team was, their team's good. Their boys soccer team was really good. And to sales, it was a tough overtime loss, but it's the only time I saw bleachers come out behind where the net is at Alumni Field, and it was full of purple. That would be the sales colors, and it was really fun. It was really packed house at Alumni Field. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed having that woman that was screaming at the top of her lungs, interrupting a broadcast, mind you, escorted out. It's on my resume. Okay, no, it's not, but there you go. And Wright State Soccer... Hard to believe that the women have one more home match. It'll be their senior day against Detroit Mercy. That's next Friday. Men have two more matches. They have IUPUI, and they have Milwaukee on the first Friday of November, and that'll be the men's senior day. And then Horizon League Tournament and see if the Raiders men's soccer team makes the big dance. It's possible the Raiders are in the top 48, which there's not 64 teams like everything else, well now it's 68 I guess, but soccer, the dance is a little smaller, so Wright State drew with UIC at homecoming, that UIC team can fly Max Todd's one of their forwards or was he a midfielder, he was he's one of the up top strikers for the Flames, and that guy flew he flew throughout 110 minutes looked like he never lost a step and just, it's pretty nice, but I'm excited. I think Wright State's got a real good shot at hosting the Horizon League tournament, and that means more games for me. And I know everyone at Wright State's like, oh, because basketball season's starting too, so, you know. But, I think that'll close out episode 66 nicely. I recommend ScoreStream. Again, download it at the App Store or on Google Play. It's free. 
and it's free to get your own profile, free to like your teams that you enjoy, and it's free to share scores and pictures and videos, although I still haven't figured out how to quite do that yet. That will close out episode 66. Hopefully next week we'll have an interview with someone. Do have a couple lined up in the pocket. And that will close out this edition of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. This has been another installment of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the local Cincinnati and Dayton sports podcast. Closing theme by James Anderson from FreePD.com. Follow the podcaster on Twitter at the Lee W Mowen, spelled T H E L E W M O W E N, and the podcast on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown. Like the Facebook page, The Gem on the Queen's Crown. For every link and platform available to listen to the local Sunday Sports Podcast, please visit theleewmowen.com slash podcast. Would you like a question about sports answered on the podcast? Send a message on Twitter at either account or visit theleewmowen.com and click Contact Me and your question might be answered in a future episode. Thank you for listening and your support of this podcast.